Well, as I always say, I'm delighted that you're here with us on God Quest. And today's going to be a great conversation with a dear friend, as I said, a returning guest. Uh, but we're here with a different subject. First of all, Pastor Allard, I am glad you're here. Hey, thank you for the invitation to be here. Yeah. It's exciting. The last time you were in the middle of a building project, we've made a lot of progress since then. A few gray hair since then. <laughs> yeah. A lot of stuff going on. And uh, if you know Brad Allard, he is 90 miles an hour, 365. He's, he's, his sleeves are rolled up. He's doing something. He's a doer. Uh, but one of the one of the most exciting things, and I, I'm not exaggerating that, one of the most exciting things uh, of late that I am connected with in just a small way is what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about reaching the world, uh, and I know that's your heartbeat. Uh, you're, you're the grandson of pioneer missionaries to Africa. That's right. Uh, Bishop Ed Allard, and then your father for a season of his, of his life uh, in Côte d'Ivoire. Was a, was a missionary there. Uh, great, great uh, friend. Pastor Steve Allard. Uh, but I know it's been your heartbeat. We've talked a lot. You have had a frustration when it comes to missionaries. Now, that's a, that's a controversial way to begin this. But there's been a frustration that you've had related to funding missionaries. Yeah. I think it's almost equivalent to saying to special forces, they're going to go fight the bloodiest most, um, you know, I, I, terrible of battles that, hey, you got to go raise your own finances to buy your own weaponry and so on and so forth. And I mean, missionaries are doing such incredible things around the world. And typically they're going with very minimal amounts of support. And they're, they're really left with the responsibility to raise their own finances. And so I felt like God gave us something a couple years ago to, to change that and to, uh, to make sure that they're not just funded, but they're fully funded. And, be, and that they're able to do some really, really cool things on the missions field. And we can talk about that here in a few moments. But um, ultimately, I believe that it's a game changer. And tech has opened up a lot of new ways for us to finance and fund missionaries. And um, I'm excited about it. I like what you just said. You said that tech has opened up new ways. It has. We know what the Apostle Paul did with a boat. Okay. When I look at the gospel, and we've talked about this on God Quest before, when the gospel, when, when Jesus came to redeem humanity, it was in the fullness of time. And nobody loves lost humanity more than, than our great God, right. our creator. But he waits 4,000 years before he comes. And then after he gets here, he waits 30 years. Okay. But as I look and I study, as a missiologist, you look into what was different about when he came. What was different was Rome had conquered the world and had built the Roman roads. And now Greek, because of the Greek dominion, had become the language of business and trade and was the accepted language of the world. So the gospel comes at a time where technology has made a way through Roman roads and Koine Greek for the world to hear the gospel. So, in a sense, technology provided, even in our Bible. The vehicle. The vehicle. Yeah, the printing press as well. A absolutely. 
And so here we are, we're at, I know, I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of AI questions. There's a lot of technology. And most of the time when we talk about technology, it's doom and gloom and everybody's going to hell because of what they're doing on the internet and and the list goes on. But this is a powerful way to take advantage of technology for the benefit of global missions. Absolutely. You call it seeds. It is. Is that right? Okay. Unpack, describe what this is. How it works, fintech, uh, pay up, whatever they, what all <laughs> yeah. the buzzwords are. Talk yeah. about that. So, just to kind of back up even a little bit from there, Brother Young, uh, we were praying two years ago. As you know, our heartbeat, we share the same, the, the really the same desire and burden for missions and missionaries. And so, we were praying, God, give us an idea that we could ultimately use to fund missionaries. And, and two years ago, God dropped this into my spirit. And basically, it was it was when I had um, a little app called Acorns. Yeah, many people are familiar with. I have Acorns. Yeah, it, and I was using Acorns one day, and I had noticed over the course of a few months how much change. Explain what Acorns does. Yeah, so what Acorns is is it's almost like a fidelity account or one of those uh, Vanguard accounts that you would potentially have for. Uh, investments, and the difference with with Acorns is it would round up your change on every single purchase. So when you go to, to purchase a cup of coffee or you go to, to purchase a sandwich and you swipe your credit card, it takes and just rounds up the change to the nearest dollar, puts that change into a savings account. Once that savings account reaches a certain threshold, it puts that money into um, some type of funds like maybe an index fund or uh, a Vanguard account or something, and it, then it can begin to grow interest. So this is basically like the old school we, when we were using cash only, yeah, where we would go buy a cup of coffee for four twenty-five, we get seventy-five cents. We put it in our pocket when we get home. We take the seventy-five cents out, put it in put the it piggy in a bank, jar, yeah, and then when it fills up or spilling over in the closet, we take it and cash it into the bank, exactly, and then we spend it again. But the Acorn came up with an idea: put that change to use. Absolutely. So it, the idea is really an apostolic version of Acorns. Okay. And we, we took that and we built on it. It took With us. eternal dividends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, store up your treasures in heaven. That was kind of the idea. And, I mean, I, I, we could talk a lot about, about that particular um, idea. But we just said, let's, let's build this out. Let's take some time and let's really get into, uh, let's, let's reach out to a good software engineer that has done this before. And let's see how long it would take to build this out. And it took us quite a while. And two years later, we're hopefully getting ready to launch in January. And uh, so it's going to be the same thing. You go to the website, you put your, your credit card in one time. And then from that point on, every single purchase from that point on would ultimately be rounded up. That change goes into a savings account that is a seed missions fund savings account. And then every month, those funds are being distributed to missionaries that are working around the world. A missionaries monthly support. Yeah. And it's, it's minimally invasive, right? So... You know, you and I, potentially, we swipe our credit card a few times a day. We might have $2 in roundups per day. Well, over the course of the month, it's 60 bucks, And then you multiply that times, let's say, 1,000 users. I mean, it's $60,000 yeah. a month that's going to that's missionaries. A it's a huge game changer, right? It's, 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 and it didn't take anything out of a church budget. He didn't take anything away from a church mortgage payment. And honestly, this is, this is the same thing we did with pennies and dimes and quarters. Yeah, years ago, Sheaves for Christ yeah. is a prime example of that. And I'm a pastor. I Last year, we gave somewhere in the ballpark of $150,000 to missions. 
I don't want to lose that. Like yeah. our church doesn't want to lose that because that's that's the culture of our church. We've built our church around giving to missions from the very first day. What's so great about seed is it's out of sight, out of mind giving, and it really lowers the barrier of uh, entry for people that are not giving to missions, predominantly which is our young people that are you know 18, 19, 20. Uh, but by no means is it just for young people. It's right. for it's for senior citizens. It's for anybody that wants to participate. This is a perfect example of. I- I, I'm a pastor, a multi-generational sure. church, and I have I have many elderly people, maybe that have lost a spouse. They're on a fixed income. They they come to me, pastor. I would love to do more for missions. I would love, but they can't. They're on a fixed income, but th- they're buying coffee. Right. They're, you know, this is a way that is just a few cents per day, even for that elderly widow or widower, where it may be. He may only use that credit card one time to get gas, or but that that seventy five cents put into the kingdom versus seventy five cents just somewhere else. That where, where did it even go? Sure, you know, uh, I mean, we walk by change on the road. You know, we're walking on the sidewalk. We don't even bend down to pick up a nickel anymore. Yeah, and I think most people they wouldn't think that seventy five cents could move the mission, but it really does when you put seventy five hundred people together doing this. I mean, it moves the mission at levels of and the amounts of millions of dollars. And so I, I really think it's going to help us not only fund missionaries, but I think it's going to help us build apostolic hospitals. Um, some something that's yeah, we have that opportunity in yeah, Rotan right now. Something that's very important to, to us is um, is we don't have in any denomination that I'm aware of that's apostolic, any kind of apostolic hospital. Um, we really want to take and we want to capitalize on that. Um, there's been some other groups like the, I believe it is the Seventh-day Adventist or these yeah. various groups. They've done some really big huge, things. a huge part of, yeah. uh, of the draw to that faith persuasion overseas, especially in Africa, Malawi, yeah. huge hospitals with Seventh-day Adventist. I, so I think it just opens up the floodgates and it allows us to really do a lot of things that we've always wanted to do but just haven't had the means to do. So... For them, when's all this? When, when's it launching? So we're we're launching in January. January is the the website will be live and ready to go January, and uh, so from now until then, uh, what we're doing is we're asking people to go to the seedgiver.org website. Seed, say it one more time. Seedgiver s e e d g i v e r dot org uh, website. Go there. Put us. Put your name in. Put your address. Your email address in, and then that way we can email you updates as we we go along. And uh, we really want you to be part of it. And it's it's something that everybody can ultimately belong to and everybody can be a part of. And we can really, uh, we can change the world with our change. So when this launches January 1, if they've already registered, are they already in the system or do they have to go redo something? January yep. 1? So what's going to happen is there's going to be emails that are going okay. out. There's going to be a hopefully a soft entry that happens um, or a soft launch that happens in, in late December where you're able, you're going to be able to be some of the very first ones to go to the website, put your credit card in. It's a one-time deal. At that point, it's out of sight. It's out of mind. And then you can keep up with where your giving's going via social media, uh, through our Instagram page, through our Facebook page. From there, it's very simple. Um, I think another piece of this that we've not talked a lot about for the young is that we're connecting the giver with the mission. And so the giver's going to be able to see where their where their finance is going. There's going to be a ton of transparency. You're going to see vetting. the missionary is going to be talking to us every single week that's receiving the funds about what God's doing in Jordan or Mexico or in Roatan. So you're going to build out the social presence of seed. Absolutely. So not just this 
it's not credit just card roundup. Right. So alongside the financial piece is, is a social media piece that is going to allow us to stay up to speed with what's going on around the world so with our missionaries. One of the things that uh, I've heard your dad talk about uh, with us, and then uh, I'm a grandson, like you, of missionaries. Uh, I am also, I have a unique perspective in that my daughter-in-law was raised on the mission field. And one of the things that I've heard your dad talk about and I've heard Haley talk about is the people that impacted the kids of the missionaries. Because you think about it, Pastor, those kids are not called. They follow their dad and mom's call. Now, along the way, they buy in. There's a family call I get. But at the end of the day, Every one of those kids would probably make the choice, no, I'd rather be at home with my friends and my local church, my 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 high school, my college, yeah. whatever it may be. It's you know, a huge sacrifice. Old. It, it's, a, it's a sacrifice. God didn't speak to them. Maybe a rare occasion, but they're spending birthdays alone. They're spending Christmases without grandparents. Uh, and in the process... One of the things I've heard y'all talk about is you want seed to be able to fill that gap. Your, your dad tells a story about Phoebus yeah. Timmy. Yeah. So on the missions field, dad was 12 years old when he remembers this happening for the first time. Uh, he's in the Ivory Coast. He's in a French-speaking country. There, there are no personal friends there. There's no fa- FaceTime. There's no Internet. Um, and I remember even probably 20 years ago, my grandfather, when he would contact us from Africa— it would be maybe a once-a-month phone call because long-distance yeah. phone calls at that time yeah, were so expensive. four years before you even got to come home. Yeah, so talk about being totally disconnected. Yeah. But uh, Sister Tinny, every year, would send my father a happy birthday card. And that meant the world to him. And so one of and the— at 60 years old, he's still talking He's about still it. talking about it at 60 years of age. And so one of the things that we've integrated into the architecture of SEED is that we want to make sure that we're ministering not just financially to the missionary, but we want to minister to the entire family. And so we are not going to forget about the missionary kids. We're going to make sure that they're remembered on their birthdays. And one of the other things I'm excited to announce, if the Lord will help us attract the users, which I'm confident that he will, is we also want to set up a scholarship fund. So that way these missionary kids, when, when it comes time for them to graduate from high school, that their college will be taken care of. Um, in, in due course. And so let, we're let excited inter- about that. Let me that. interrupt because you just touched on something that people may not be aware of. And th- there may be exceptions, okay? So don't jump and hang up on my one exception that you immediately think of. I know a little bit about missions in a multiplicity of organizations, okay? So what we're talking about is not WPF, UPC, ALJC. This is, this is mission. We're into sure. missions. We're not into plastic, <laughs> Yeah. So like what card you carry that that's not the point of this. Uh, One of one of the one of the challenges that I see is is that. For instance, a missionary's child is going to get married. Who pays for that? That that's not in a missions budget. These are things that that pastors at home and saints at home often are not thinking about. And so what happens, often missionaries are, are mo- living sometimes month to month. They've got to raise project money, and the difficulties 
then just the, the things like birthdays and significant things like weddings, hoping for the benevolence of someone. This is a way that we can make a lot of us all pulling together can make a big difference by oh, just doing a little. Absolutely. And I, I want to emphasize something that you just mentioned a moment ago. We are wanting to support all and any type of apost- all apostolic missionaries of any any denomination as long as they're yeah, apostolic. Truth, truth preaching apostolic. Yeah, and, and just as a quick segue, and we'll come back, but ultimately they're going to go through an extreme vet bo- vetting process. Um, that, that way we're making sure that we're, we are taking these donations and we're getting them right to the right place. But you're exactly right, Brother Young, is, is we have families that are going to bear the cost of being a missionary in the future. Um, and it is my heart, and it's the heart of basically the men that have come alongside and women uh, with, with SEED, that we, we help missionaries carry this, this financial load from scholarships to anniversaries to birthdays. And uh, again, we have a lot of ideas, but one of probably our, our big, big ideas, and again, it's probably a ways off, but is even retirement for missionaries. And um, It all comes down to numbers. It all comes down to, can we get the users? Can we get apostolics to recognize the need? And I want to just, you know, add on to something else that you mentioned a few moments ago. Um, And I'm sure many people in your audience are aware of this, but when missionaries go on the foreign field, they cannot work in that context, right? Because of visa um, limitations. So they are completely dependent on the financial support from the American church. And without that financial support, they have to come home and they have to raise money. And so I really think that, that God can help us fund these missionaries so that way they don't have to worry. Uh, their kids are not, um, the kids are not worried and so on and so forth. This is exciting. It's a brilliant strategy. And I commend you. I, I believe there's more than just Brad Allard in this. I believe God put something in your spirit. Uh, and again, this is not taking away from anything you're doing, pastors, Saints of God, this isn't taking away your monthly commitment. All this is this is the the fragments that remain. This is literally they gathered up twelve baskets full from the fragments. This is fragments. This is the change left over. I'm excited about it. I thank you for being on the podcast today. I think we're going to see some real differences made by this effort. So, give that one more time. Seed seedgiver.org. Seedgiver.org. It's going to be a great great thing moving ahead and again i thank you for joining us get the word out there not only about god quest but get the word out there about seedgiver.org god bless you we'll see you next time on god quest